Hello and welcome to episode technically 23 and 24, but we'll just call it 23 of the fourth down podcast. I am your host, Asher Brandon. I'm I'm really glad I waited to do 23, but uh, I mean, because I was feeling awful that week. I don't know what it was, but I, I was just not feeling the greatest. And I wanted to make this special because we are in the playoffs now. We are, oh my gosh, it's going to be fun to talk about these playoffs. I wanted to do something special because of us being in the playoffs. I wrote down notes of every single team or every single game. I I wrote down notes of what happened in every single game. Um, The only thing I'd like to admit is during, (laughs) during both Bills games, I fell asleep. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what it was about the games, but uh, I mean, I I was very tired. Uh, Bills Dolphins. So even though that was a good game, I apologize. I'm not going to have a lot to talk about, but I like the Bills Bengals game was just boring. Like no defense. Or no offense, no defense. It it was weird. I I genuinely don't understand that. But, uh, I mean, with that being said, I guess I guess we should just get into it. I mean, uh, starting off with the first game, which is the Forty Niners and the Seahawks. It, it, this was a very good game uh, up until halftime. <laughs> um. Because of halftime, it was 17-16. You were like, oh, could the could the um, Seahawks pull out the upset? Could I be right, actually? But, uh, it, yeah, it didn't work. Um, fi- final score of the game, uh, I mean, the... The 49ers, like, I mean, the final score of the game was, like, 31-17, I think. It was it was gross. Uh, and Brock Purdy's first couple of passes, he, he was definitely nervous to be in a playoff game. And you could see those nerves throughout the entire game because there were moments where, like, that catch by, I think it was Brandon Ayuk, uh, it, that, that could have been a really big hit or big interception by, uh, Tariq Woolen, but he, he just, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's a good pass, but he did kind of fit it in there perfectly for underthrowing it, but he did underthrow it. Uh, but first couple of passes, it was like overthrow, underthrow. He whiffed to the right a couple times. I mean... It, 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 both offenses just weren't really good at all. Uh, at least in the first half, it was like the Seahawks' offense started really slow. The 49ers' offense started really slow because of Brock Purdy's nerves, and also they couldn't get anything going. Uh, in the first half, it was pretty much all Kenneth Walker, like. Geno Smith couldn't do anything throwing. Uh, DK Metcalf couldn't do anything, like, at all. And it, it was it was weird because you expect Geno Smith to finally be like, oh, yeah, I'm in a playoff game for the first time ever, starting in a playoff game, first time ever. And you expect him to be like, oh, this is going to be amazing. I can't wait to show out. And then he just starts off slow. It was weird. Um, and then, <laughs> oh my god, were the commentators for that game Seahawks fans? It, it wasn't as bad as Chris Collins were during the Chiefs Jags game. We can get to that later, but oh my god, it it was it was pretty bad because 
the the commentators were like, "Oh, that's that's not a penalty." When it was a clearly a hold, and when the 49ers didn't have a hold at all, they were like, "Ah, it could have been called a hold," but it was it was like they had money on the Hawks. But uh, in the second half, Brock Purdy started playing so much better. Like he he slowed down for two seconds. And you were thinking, oh, this could be the one time that he slips up so bad. There he goes again. There he goes again. Like, oh my gosh, it was weird. Uh, it, it, he, like, they're saying, they're saying, like, oh, he's not playing as well. He was playing pretty well uh, throughout that entire game, other than the first, like, two drives like it was it was really a good game for Brock Purdy and that that's the reason why he's in the championship game right now uh not Mike McCarthy's horrible play calling ability but <laughs> um yeah and, and then the in, the 49ers DBs could not cover a rock a rock could be able to get by him and catch a pass because they were doing nothing the entire game. The entire game, they did nothing. And, like, if you are in that game against a high-powered offense going, huh, you know what? Maybe, just, just, just maybe... You should cover DK Metcalf with two people. Of course, you have Tyler Lockett on there to make it even more difficult. But DK Metcalf is Geno Smith's number one guy. You cover him with two people. You double team him. He's going to be out of the game. But they just didn't have that happen at all. Like, I just, I don't understand what they were doing. But it wasn't what they should have been doing. Uh, like, like at the end of the game, the DBs were so bad that I switched from, uh, Kenneth Walker carrying this team to DK and Kenneth Walker. And that is just completely like, it's true. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, there's nothing else that I can say there to make it any less true. Uh, it's, it's just, just all I can say. Uh, and my final thing I saw on that was the, the, the Seahawks just crumbled in the fourth, completely crumbled. Uh, it is, it was weird. Uh, I mean, that's all I can say. Is just, it, it was weird because you expect them to be a playoff team and then to show up. But the Seahawks put up, I mean, the 49ers put up all those points because of the Seahawks crumbling. The whole entire defense just crumbled. Uh, it was just weird. Um, going to the Chargered Chargers game, like, they could not have Chargered this game more. Uh, Jaguars and the Chargers, and honestly, you, you saw that first couple minute or the first couple, uh, things, and you think, oh, whoa, Trevor Lawrence is playing awful like this is this is not how this game was supposed to go we didn't think it was gonna be this bad like two bad games in a row and i'm gonna be honest the playoff games this week this year so far have like been boring like we've had three really good games in my opinion which was this game, Jaguars, Chargers, Bengals, Ravens, and then, uh, uh, yeah, and then, uh, what game was just played? 
Oh my god, why am I blanking on what game was just played? Um, and then, uh, not Philly Giants, but it was uh, 49ers Dallas. Yeah, those were like the only two, three games that were interesting to me. I mean, the Giants game was pretty good, but I honestly don't remember if I wrote down notes for that. Uh, oh no, I did, but they were really, really bad. Uh, they, 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 because it was five, five like notes because I missed the entire like half of the first quarter because of Bills Dolphins. Uh, going into overtime, it was. But back to the game we were talking about. The first two picks was not Trevor Lawrence's fault. Uh, he got it batted down. He can't control anything about his pass being batted down. And then there's P.I. that wasn't called on the second pick. That's not... He can't do anything with that. Um, however, <laughs> the third interception was definitely his fault. Asante Samuel uh, really jumped in front of that ball. Uh... And that's something that Trevor Lawrence should have saw. Like, if you're reading a defense, you can't see, like, that you because they were playing zone that entire time. But you can't see them playing zone and then going, huh, you know what? Let me throw it into the zone that this guy is covering when he is clearly about to undercut the route. Like, and that's obviously nerves hitting Trevor Lawrence because he never makes that throw for an interception. Uh it, it felt like it felt like Urban Meyer was like close to the stadium or something. That's how bad Lawrence was playing in the first half. Uh like the the game was boring. Like twenty seven to nothing is what the Chargers had is the lead the Chargers have. Twenty seven to nothing. And the fans were taken out of it. I was taken out of it at first. And then the second half. Uh, I, I even said his fourth interception, which, once again, P.I., not his fault. But I, I was like, that's his fourth pick. I'm starting to feel bad for Trevor Lawrence. Like, as a quarterback, I was like, oh, this is starting to hurt me. Like, I'm getting hurt because of this. Um... We have the third quarter. O-line was awful for the Jaguars. The amount of times Trevor Lawrence got pressured or went down, like, I'm surprised he wasn't injured because he definitely felt like he should have been. Um, I, All I can say is that that's what he felt. That's what it felt like. Uh, it, it was not good. Uh, so, uh, he looked so much better in the third quarter. Like, he was hitting his reads. He was doing everything he needed to do. Um, it was, it, it was just a showcase. Like, hey, you know, first quarter was off, but every time the first quarter is, can be off. And then just... And it was just, yeah. Uh, he just showed out like perfectly. Um, you you can't ask for a better thing. You you can't ask for a better quarter out of Trevor Lawrence in the third. Uh. Uh, yeah, it was like he looked so much better. Uh, I was counting the amount of touchdowns he threw because uh, it was three out of four in the third. And then uh, I was a Jaguars fan rooting for this, but people were calling Justin Herbert. They they said he was flopping when he got pushed down by uh, Trayvon Walker, I think it was. Uh, when he got pushed down... And they were like, oh, 
yeah, what a flop. The NFL is so soft nowadays. It was like he literally got pushed and threw his head back. Like, I, I don't think if you got pushed and then your head went back like you like you were in a car accident, that's how his head felt when it went back. Like, I, I don't think that's a flop in my opinion. But, of course, Twitter's always right. Uh, and Ingraven... Ingraven called it at the beginning of the game. He was like, Trevor Lawrence was about to throw four touchdowns. And that's why we were counting. Because it was like, oh my gosh, could he be right? And then it was, yeah. it was, He was right. Four touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence. Four picks, you know. The complete second half comeback. Uh, and then... <laughs> and then Joey Bosa was just completely like he he was he he was selling the chargers with his unsportsman likes uh if he i mean if he kept his cool who knows what could have happened that game uh i know the chargers could not could have won if Kyle Van Noy didn't drop a game winner also like those two things pretty much solidified the Chargers losing that game. Uh, and it, it sucks. I mean, Justin Herbert is going to be the Drew Brees of this generation. You know, phenomenal quarterback. One of the best to ever play the game of football, but has no accolades to show it because of his team or because of some stupid calls. <coughs> P.I. Um... Oh, that was horrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't good. Um, going into Bills Dolphins, like I said, I had. I have no notes for this, and that's because I fell asleep. That's that's unexcusable. I should not be falling asleep, but. I can't, I can't tell you anything else, because it was just, it, it, as much as I didn't want to do it, I was, like, dying. I was pretty much dying, but, uh, it, it was a good game, uh, very, very early, uh, the refs were Bills fans, uh, everybody was Bills fans that really, really early into that game. Um, and both teams were going into, like, a shootout, no, no matter what, like, it was either you won the game, or it was either you scored a touchdown, or you were going to be down 14 next drive, that's how that game felt early on, um, and, yeah, I forget exactly what it was in the first half, but it was... Very, 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 uh, it was really, like, it was, yeah, 17 to 20 in the first, at halftime, and then the Bills pull it out 34-31 against a backup quarterback, but it was... It was really a offensive show with that. Such a show for offensives going, hey, look what we can do. Um, and <laughs> it was like Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs is so broken. It felt like a thing in Madden that needs to be patched. That's how broken it was. Uh... Like, and I mean, it, it was, <laughs> I was like, uh, it was, it was a good game for what I saw. Like Josh Allen couldn't stop throwing interceptions. Like he was giving out ice cream and it is his job. But, uh, I mean, I'm not saying you can't blame him because you pretty much can, but 
it it was very good. Um, there was a fight in the first half, which kind of boded how this game was gonna go. And what I find really funny is on my notes, I wrote down, you know, it was a tough, hard-hitting first half, and then that was the end of it because I fell asleep. Uh, I woke up like I was in and out the entire game. Um, but you had that, like, every time they threw a pick, I woke up to watch it. It was like, huh, maybe I am bad news for this Broncos, or for the Broncos, whoa, for the Bills team. But, I don't know. All all I know is that the Lions should have been in that Seahawks spot, but we're just gonna act like, we're just gonna act like I'm wrong. Um... And then going over to Minnesota, New York, uh, I'm we missed the first five minutes because of Bills uh, Dolphins. Because of overtime, trying to see how this game went, we missed the first five minutes. And I understand they have time schedules and stuff, but you couldn't have like bonus coverage of the game. I feel like you sh- you should have had bonus coverage on the network that you were watching before the game started. Like, delay the game a bit. That's fine. Have people in the stadium watch it. They'll they'll have fun watching playoff football. So watching playoff football, even if it's bad, like I said, it has been. It is fun. But, I mean, even then... First half of that game was also a pretty big shootout. I mean, Daniel Jones looked really, 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 really good. Um, he definitely, de- definitely showed why we were all wrong about him. And I mean, <laughs> if. I'm really upset that they lost to the Eagles because I wrote down that this team can go deep into the playoffs if they continue to play like they did. But I really didn't. Uh, they kind of kind of sold themselves out, honestly. Um, I mean, it was it was a game of... Kirk and Justin Jefferson couldn't can't do everything for the Vikings. Like you watch the game and you think wow, this is a really close game. Every team must be playing great. No, Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson really like really carried that team to the position they were in uh without question. Um and it was it was a good ref game too. There was no ref ball involved. The refs were really unbiased um, during that entire game. Like I think that was one of the least penalized games I've seen ever. It was it was very very good. Uh, and then everybody's blaming this on Kirk Cousins for throwing that three yard checkdown. This doesn't fall on him. If that's the only thing open on 4th and 8, that's the only thing open on 4th and 8. You don't throw it deep into double coverage for no reason. It's it's to win the game with 2 seconds left. You hit that, think he can do something with it. I, I know it wasn't 2 seconds left, so don't crucify me for getting that wrong, but... You, you hit TJ Hawkinson, somebody who's been known to get out of tough situations, and you just, you just, right, you hit him knowing that he can do stuff, and he gets tackled. Okay, tough L, it's the playoffs, you're not going to have every single game like your regular season games. This, this loss is not Kirk Cousins' fault. Uh, but going into what I think is the final game of Wild Card Weekend, uh, no, sorry, I lied. What was the second to last game of Wild Card Weekend? Ravens-Bengals. I don't want to talk about this game. 
I am very depressed. Um, but, like, Tyler Huntley, nervous. Very, very nervous. His first couple, uh, his first couple drives, uh, and it was, like, he threw a really bad interception. And even I, like, I'm a Tyler Huntley fan. Like, I believe he can do no wrong in my eyes. He can, well, he can almost do no wrong. But, like, I really do think that he is a good backup quarterback and is better than some of the starting quarterbacks in the league. He kind of, he just fell off a cliff this year, which was honestly weird because he never, never played this bad ever but uh i was even saying like if he throws another pick replace him with anthony brown like this is not a game where you want to this isn't a game where you want to like (laughs) sell out your team at all um and this was the main story of the game Feed J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. You know what Greg Roman didn't do? Feed J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. That's why he's off this team. Uh, J.K. Dobbins had to say, hey, uh, yeah, I got no touches in the uh, at the goal line. What are you doing? Because that's the whole entire thing. We don't know what, what, like, what was he cooking. Don't let him cook ever again because he'll burn down the kitchen. Like that, uh, that video of Pat, of Patrick Starr going, "Oh, that's not what he wanted to cook." For Russell Wilson, that's all it was for Greg Roman this entire game. Like the defense was playing amazing. There, we had no offensive touchdown that entire game. It was all turnovers, or like it was no like kick to defensive score, because I'm pretty sure there was an offensive touchdown in there, but it, it was all turnovers that caused it. Um, and they were playing really well that they looked like the 2000s Ravens defense. They looked like, they looked so good. Um, and I, I was saying, like, this was because I thought they were still winning, because they have a... He, they have a really good uh, thing, but it was, if Lamar comes back, this team would win a Super Bowl. Like, no question, Rashad Bateman, Lamar, I don't care if anybody else is hurt. That's all we need to win a Super Bowl. Um, And then... <laughs> Throughout that entire game, I was just going, you know, check down Joe at it again because all he throws is check downs. It, it was, it's annoying. Like, watching him play is just annoying. Thinking like, oh, well, blah, 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 blah. It's just, ah! <laughs> I wanted to scream at how many check downs I saw him throw. It was, it was a screen game versus a screen game. Genuinely. Um, but it's neither here nor there. Uh, the line for the Ravens looked amazing, like amazing, amazing. It was really, really cool. Uh, and it, it it was good the entire game. Like we didn't really give up anything, uh, in terms of like, really bad play, um, but, (laughs) it it was, of course, ended how it did, Tyler Huntley trying to leap over and then getting the ball knocked out of his hands, that is his fault, (laughs) but, uh, the, the Bengals, was crying for a flag every single play. Every single play. Anything that would happen, they cried for a flag. And it was like, get just get out of here with that. How are you going to cry for a flag 
then there's no reason to. There, there's no reason to be like, wow, wow, I want a flag, I want a flag, wah, wah, wah. just, just, just accept the play for what it is. You weren't even being held. Just shut up. And the one thing that really made me mad was Tyler Boyd after the game. Tyler Boyd after the game posted a picture of Marcus Peters in his interview saying, I think we ain't done yet. And goes, catch a plane to Cabo. You did nothing in that entire game. That entire game was... You, like, wh- what stats did you have? What stats did you have? Because it's always the players that talk the most that do the least. He had three catches for 26 yards. No touchdowns, nothing to affect the game. He was just a complete idiot. And got completely annihilated for it on Twitter, which he deserves. It was so stupid. It, I, I hated it. I'm not going to sit here going, oh, but it was just, oh my god, it was annoying. Um, Going over to Bucks Cowboys, Tom Brady did not play like Tom. Uh, I had to, like, the Buccaneers off- offense coordinator started with screen after screen after screen after screen. The offensive line was horrible. Um, Tom has been off all game. The refs are cow were Cowboys fans. Uh, if and Tom was about to lead like the best comeback ever, and then he got sold by wide receivers. Um, all I can say about this game was it was blowout. It was ugly. It was boring. But Tom Brady will not be leaving off of his off an uh, eh, off of an L. There's no reason that he should be uh he should be leaving. Uh, and my favorite thing is I tweeted out if he somehow winds up on the Falcons, you think he'll wear twenty eight or three? Which I thought was really really funny. However, I was not. Yeah, I, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was... After that, Jaguars-Chiefs, which I guess I think was a fun game if Chris Collinsworth didn't ruin it. Uh, it... it... <sighs> Oh, um, like, Jag's second drive was really good. I Like, this game, I had to just go, <sighs> Patrick Mahomes, because that's what he is. He's just too good. Like, have we ever drug-tested Patrick Mahomes? He he shouldn't be this good. It's, it's putting me down as a fan, as a quarterback. He shouldn't be this good. But, uh... Like, Collinsworth was commentating this game like he had money on Kansas City. Uh, Do I blame him? No. You should always put your money on Kansas City. But he he was still calling the game like that. Like, it was annoying. But uh, going to... Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' injury early in the first, or yeah, early in the first half. I think it was the second quarter, but that was scary. I thought he broke his ankle. I I thought he broke his ankle, Uh, but no, it's just a high ankle sprain. He'll be back next week against the Bengals. Um, and it was genuinely scary. Like, if you're a Patrick Mahomes fan, you're, like, worrying. Worrying, worrying, worrying. Um, But he came back, and Jags were running the ball really well. 
but the Chiefs looked slow. Now, of course, that's what I'm talking about with uh, Patrick Mahomes. The injury does not help. However, they could not get the running game going. They looked just slow. Um, half of the... Uh, <laughs> I like half the game was boring. I had nothing to write down about it, but uh, like I had to write down uh, get you someone who talks about you like Collinsworth talks about Mahomes, cause he drops a ball. He drops a ball and go and he goes, oh, that's really a smart play, uh. With Patrick Mahomes, you always want him to uh, to know when to th- get that ball away because if he threw that, that was going to be an interception. And then Trevor Lawrence perfectly places a ball into Christian Kirk's hands and Christian Kirk drops it. And it's like, now here's a guy who overthrows his receivers. Like, Chris, that wasn't an overthrow. What game are you watching? Like, how drunk are you? Um, and what sealed it is Jalen Watson's, uh, interception, which was a beautiful interception. Like I, of course, Jamal Agnew fumbled that ball, uh, in the red zone, but they had another opportunity to, I think either tie it or go ahead and Jalen Watson just dropped the most amazing pass ever or like that was horrible but like that interception was beautiful i like it replayed in my head that entire day um i mean it was a good game all around you know keeps keeps you on your the edge of your seat going oh my gosh the chiefs might sell this the jags might win this like I love those. I love those games. I I love those games more than you could ever know. But the Chiefs got the win, which hurts because I was a Jags Giants fan when uh, the Ravens got eliminated, uh, which we'll talk about next. Which is the Eagles and the Giants. I have five notes written for this. It was a blowout. Like, the Eagles came to play. The Giants' defense was selling. I was completely checked out at half. Like, it wasn't that I didn't care about the game anymore. It was that the game had no interest. It wasn't even intriguing to me anymore. Uh, I'm sitting down and watching it, but... Yeah, it was just bad. Um... Like, it, I wrote down that if the Giants were going to play like this, they never deserved a chance at all. Because they didn't. They played so bad that even my friend, who's a Giants fan, I was rooting for the Giants with him. He was like, I can't even watch football anymore. Like, it it was that bad for him. It, it sucked that much. Um, But... Like they just, they just, oh, it was bad for him. I f- I feel bad. It was horrible. Um, and then going for the Bills Bengals, I was also checked out of this game. Uh, like, like the Bills defense did not show up. And then both teams just slows. I wrote uh, both teams were just slows, kind of boring. And that's where my notes ended for that game. Because it was slow and boring enough to where I had to end it right there. Um, however, going to Cowboys uh, 49ers, the final game of the divisional round. This is where I actually put some good notes in. C- 
because I was intrigued in the game. Uh, starting off, that like <laughs> it was really bad. A Cowboys player ran to the 49ers punter, and they didn't call it. So I was like, oh, now they don't call roughing the punter because that's <laughs> – if he didn't even touch him, they would have called it on the Lions. I'm only a little salty. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I came in here. I was like, you know, finally, the defenses come to play the game of football. I'm all for offensive showings. I'm all for shootouts. I love shootouts more than defensive battles. But if you are going to have a shootout for if you're going to have a blowout even a shutout I I can't be intrigued in the game. Like the Super Bowl, Patriots Falcons. I was not interested in the game at all. I was rooting for the Falcons. And I was still uninterested by halftime when they were up that big. Because it was like, oh, okay, the Falcons are going to win this game. It's kind of, it's kind of, you know, why watch this game even more? Uh, but they, of course, they turned it around. Uh, I, like, Ma- Brett Maher missed again. That's something I never mentioned in the uh, Dallas-Tampa uh, Bay game. Brett Maher missed four field goals. Four field goals. The entire game. Like, he missed five out of the last six field goals he kicked. Extra points, field goals. Missed five out of the last six. Seven out of the last eight, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and it was like, oh my gosh, what is happening to this guy? And it was just a game of first half, the offensive looked good. And then the defense just decides to show up and stop him, stuff him. I loved that. That is what I love. Like if the offense drives down the field and then the defense steps up with like a pick or a sack that's what I like out of a defensive battle. I love it so much. Uh, of course, the game ended up being six to nine and a half. Nice. Uh, and it was like, it was a defensive battle. And I really loved it. Like, I had to put, I'm back into this game because of it. Uh, and then Brett Maher's second field goal, I thought he missed it again because it shifted right immediately but then uh, went left into the center. It was like, it was like, oh my gosh, what is happening to Brett Maher? Because he's not the type of guy that is missing every field goal. But, yeah. Um, it was the 49ers couldn't run the ball at all. And then it was Dallas's game to win. Um, he threw it to Dalton Schultz. Dak Prescott threw it to Dalton Schultz, which Dalton Schultz catches it. Would have been a really good attempt at a field goal if he uh, if he caught it. He only got one foot in bounds. Which is a huge mistake if you are Dalton Schultz. Like, it, he didn't even try to get that foot in bounds, which is just awful because you want, you, you, you want your star tight end to be able to not make those mistakes. And the final play one of the worst plays to ever happen in football Zeke as a center. He was labeled ineligible. It was like, thanks. I don't think you need us. Uh, you need to tell us this. Um, it was, and it was just well, you know, maybe it could work. Zeke gets leveled. 
Like there, there was an imprint of him in the ground of where he was. I forget who he was blocking against. I mean, it was a really good snap. Like credit to Zeke on the snap, but he got absolutely folded. It was scary. Um, not scary as in like, oh, he could be hurt. No, it was scary because of how bad he got folded into the ground. Like, like Pat McAfee tweeted out like, hey, maybe this was exactly like what it was for us, except the ball wasn't supposed to be snapped. Like, if Pat McAfee is calling your play one of the worst plays ever, when he was a part of the worst play to ever happen, uh, which is can be unbridled by two games now. Like that that's when you know you've hit rock bottom. Uh I don't know what Kellen Moore was doing, but there was no reason for that play to ever come across the play sheet going, you know, that was that is the perfect play. Cause that was nowhere close to what you should have called. Like I don't care who you are. You that's not a play you call. No matter what, you don't call that. I just don't understand why he did. All right, and then finally, after two episodes worth of NFL games, let's get into predictions. Um, for the wild card, I did pretty well. Of course, my upsets didn't happen like I thought they were gonna happen. Um, I got two wrong, um, which was pretty good. Uh, going into the divisional round, um, sorry that I'm going to be rushing through this because, well, there's now not a lot of games. I have two games I need to predict this week. So, but going to the divisional rounds, uh. Everybody did pretty well in the wild card round, uh, before I forget to mention, you know, Jack did pretty well. The dog Jack did pretty well. Uh, I think the only thing that was like, not that well was the coin, which is just kind of funny in my opinion. Um, but going to the divisional round, uh, me and Jacob pretty much split. We did the predicted the exact same things um jags eagles bills 49ers is what jacob predicted i predicted jags giants bills 49ers so i was he split i went one for three which is my worst showing ever in these predictions but uh the dog went perfect for perfect um uh, and then the human just, I don't know what the human did, honestly. Uh, I didn't flip a coin for this week because I forgot, but I would do that here. Um, for the, for the championship games, me and Jacob are going with the same thing, which is Chiefs over Bengals and then 49ers over Eagles. Wait, no, he is going Eagles over 49ers. But we were both going Chiefs over Bengals. The dog is with me, and I will be flipping a coin right now. Uh, the human, Jack, is going with what Jacob did. I, so far, everybody is thinking the Chiefs will win. Uh, let's see if the coin wants to change that. Alright. It wants the... Nope, it wants the Chiefs to win. It's predicting the Chiefs. Alright, 49ers, Eagles. It wants the 49ers. So the coin dog is with me, and then the humans are together. That is 
gonna be one of the best weeks of football in my opinion i I, i'm excited for this uh for this wild card game uh i'm excited for the pro bowl i'm excited for who's gonna be in the super bowl the super bowl i don't know why but it feels like the super bowl this year is just gonna be a monstrous like good good uh, game I don't know why. It feels like every team has a chance to... uh, Every team right now has a chance to be putting up numbers in the Super Bowl. Um, Which which will be really, really fun. Um, And I'm excited for it. Of course, that is going to be the end of this episode. Um, I am very happy to be doing this throughout the entire season. We have... Two more games, three, three more games to talk about: Super Bowl and the championship games. The season's almost over. I still have no clue what I'm gonna do. I still have no clue if I'm gonna cover the USFL or XFL. Um, but I am always down to. Um, I, I really. Really, uh, I really think I should because of, uh, because of how I am, uh, a football podcast and I don't think you guys should be, should have to wait for an entire off season or start a free agency stuff to happen, but I will, I'll see because I'm not entirely too certain. I also have to get some things set up for season two of the podcast because I am coming back next season no matter what. If Even if my recording stuff explodes, I am coming back next season. Um, I, however, will have to see you next week. Talk to you next week. Uh, of course, if you made it throughout this entire thing, all love in my heart for you. I love you so much. Thank you for supporting me throughout this entire thing. And yeah, this uh, this game is these games are gonna be really good. Uh, I'll talk to you about them next week. And bottom of my heart, love you. See you next week. Peace.